Welcome to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast with New York Times bestselling author, Christine Carlson. Chris shares don't sweat wisdom to help you achieve greater mental health, self-compassion, and better communication with family, friends, and coworkers. Listen in and learn simple ways to live your most vibrant life of joy. And welcome back to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast. This is Christine Carlson. Before we begin with our wonderful interview today, let's go ahead and take our golden pause. So if you can, sit comfortably. And if you can't, you're doing something else that's perfectly okay. Just use this as a deep breathing exercise to get really present and super engaged in whatever you're doing. But if you can, go ahead and sit comfortably and close your eyes. Place your palms open on your lap and just begin to breathe with me. Breathing in through your nose, allowing your chest and your belly to fully expand, taking in the fullness of your breath. On the exhale, release and let go. And breathing in pure golden sunlight to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes. On the exhale, relax, release, and let go. And breathing in pure golden sunlight to every cell of your being. On the exhale, release any fear you feel. And breathing in pure golden sunlight to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes. Go ahead and place your hand on your heart, activating your heart, opening your heart, and spend a moment thinking of one thing you feel grateful for. And as you think of that one thing, filling your heart, filling your mind, filling your body with pure golden gratitude, exhale, release, and let go of what doesn't serve you. And breathing in that golden gratitude to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes. Exhale, release, relax some more. Breathing in pure golden gratitude to every cell of your being. On the exhale, allow that gratitude to wash over you like a cascading waterfall of pure joy. And as you breathe in that golden gratitude, filling your heart, filling your core, filling your entire being with pure golden gratitude, on the exhale, Go ahead and open your eyes. I just love that golden pause so much. It brings me right into my heart, right into my joy, and right here with you now. I'm so excited about this interview today. We have a very special woman on our call today on our interview, and I want to tell you a little bit about her. Before Christine Kane founded what became a multi-million dollar coaching company, she spent 15 years in the music industry, producing seven CDs and a DVD on her, with her own label, while touring the globe over 200 days a year. Wow, that's a lot of touring. <laughs> she shared the stage with luminaries like John Mayer, the Beach Boys, Los Lobos, Nancy Griffith, and Sean Colvin. Her success as a singer-songwriter had fans asking how she did it while staying true to her art and her soul. 
those backstage questions turned into weekend retreats. Those retreats turned into coaching requests and set her on a new path. In 2010, Christine Kane opened Uplevel U, a company that serves the ever-growing class of sensitive, idea-driven, aggression-averse entrepreneurs, a class she counts herself a member of. And her work has attracted more than 125,000 loyal email subscribers, and she's coached thousands of clients into the six and seven figures in their businesses. She has spoken at events from Martha Beck Annual Conference to the iconic Emerging, Emerging Women event. And today, Christine leads a small yet mighty team at Uplevel World Headquarters in Asheville, North Carolina. And I'd like to welcome Christine Kane. Thank you so much for being here, Christine. Thank you, Christine. I really, I'm so grateful to be here. And I love that you start your whole thing with the golden pause. And I hope people, I hope your listeners take it for real and do it because it's such a big piece, like setting that intention, setting that groundwork. So thank you. I'm honored to be here. You're so welcome. Um, you know, I, I'm so excited to have you on because I love the topic of your latest book. It's called Soul Sourced. And, you know, it's about, it's a book for entrepreneurs. Um, it's really all about that, from what I gather, I haven't read the whole book yet, but I was really honored to give you an endorsement for the book. Um, it's really all about honoring our intuitive, creative side. And, you know, we'll talk about your book a little bit later in the podcast, but because you've probably overcome so much fear in your own life to do what you do. And I know I have too. Um, Self-doubt was always my greatest albatross that I had to work with and overcome um, always. And not so much now, but, um, but always. And I know that entrepreneurs, um, because we don't have anybody telling us what to do or how to do it, we're often flying by the seat of our pants and just following soul, following inspiration um, to the next thing. Let's let's talk a little bit about the soul and how the soul interprets fear and from your perspective and, and how do you um, transport yourself um, and transform fear into something that um, propels you forward in business? I, I just love your take on that, Christine. Yeah, and I may have a different uh, a starting point for it because fear, as you pointed out, you don't experience it in the same way you used to now that you've learned how to sort of filter it through your body, however you have learned to transmute fear. And so the experience of fear at the beginning of anything new, I think is real important to talk about. I used to call myself the poster child for fear. And if you, you know, when you read my bio, it sounds like I just, you know, kicked ass and took names the whole way through, you know, I made seven CDs and each one of those CDs came with its own level of fear and no new round of things to get over because each time we, what I call up level, that's the name of my company. Each time we up level, we are leaving behind another normal going into a new normal. And that always comes with such an experience of discomfort. And you were talking about um, the, the fear in terms of also how does it relate to the soul? I, the way I have experienced fear for me, I, I don't like to make general concepts of like, here's how it always works. 
But in my experience, when I look back and in, in the moment, what it feels like has happened is you get this idea and it's that moment of inspiration and then ego steps up first and starts pulling you back. Because the land of the soul, whatever we want to call that, I don't think any of us truly know, but there is a mystery involved. It is calling you to expand. And the, the fear is just all that stuff saying, no, it's more comfortable back here. And so from, for, for me, my, I think the biggest fear I see entrepreneurs have more than anything else is that there is a fear of being seen Meaning once I put myself out there, I open my heart up, I throw my idea out there, whether it's your book, your, your CD, your business idea, there's this feeling of all of these protections I've ever had are now ripped off and the whole world is going to come in like vultures and destroy me. And the fear of being seen is what I teach my clients as the number one entrepreneurial fear, especially for us women. I don't know if that rings true for you at all. Yeah, I definitely feel like um, for me that that would ring true in the beginning, especially as I came out um, after my husband's death and I became the spokesperson for our brand. And, um, and, and I, you know, and, and I remember having to get used to especially speaking on platforms and having all those eyes on you and just really um, understanding, you know, that, that that fear is just inevitable to feeling also vulnerable, you know, to feeling um, until you get used to something and it becomes your new normal, you're just, you're just in a new place. Mm -hmm. And that always feels like you're a deer in headlights. That always feels scary. Like you're, you're not sure what step to take and, 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 uh, and is the ground really going to be there if you step? And I love that. And I, and I also see it as, um, it really is the next level. Like I talk a lot about in my work too, about how the ego produces fear in order to keep us safe and in the status quo. And that, that just on the other side of that fear is, especially if it's emotionally driven, is your most authentic expression. And so I like to say, um, I think it was, I learned from Pema Chodron, you know, how to like lean into your fear because just through the breakthrough of that, you're going to um, really hit the next greatest position that you can possibly be in as an entrepreneur um, in your relationships with others, just in your authentic expression of self, you know? And so I, I really love that conversation so much. And I also realized that, that there has to be a certain amount of fear to make it just exciting enough. Like mm -hmm. for me, what I noticed is now I'm like, oh, goody, I feel, I feel afraid, you know, like I feel, oh, this, this is something good for me because I actually am feeling a little bit scared a little, and it make, I can, I've learned how to transmute that fear into excitement and understand it for what it is that when you're out of your comfort zone, it's a good thing because that means you are going to your next level of growth and it's uncomfortable to grow. I mean, we all remember what it felt like to be kids and it hurt. <laughs> Our bones hurt. It's uncomfortable to grow. Mm. So what I love so much about what you're teaching and about your book um, and the whole idea about your book is this idea that you don't have to be this, you know, kick-ass, like you don't have to come at business from this kick-ass place. Tell me why you, how you discovered that in yourself and how you found yourself um, successful being 
a much more feminine, much more intuitive, in tune to your creative um, energy, Christine? Well, a lot of my business growth started because I went, I, I started playing music and I did it with a lot of, um, I was just clueless. <laughs> I, uh, I learned business as I went and I started to realize that if I'm going to be able to create a sustainable, wonderful life doing this thing I love so much, I'm going to have to get good at this thing that I may not think I'm good at and that other people don't think I'm very good at either. And so, of course, I leaned out and I learned how I learned a lot of different business um, strategies and work with a lot of different people and, and learned from a lot of different people. And there tended to be a real and I, I give I don't mean to this, the masculine, that's not it. It's just that there was sort of this one standard way you have to be very left brain, very aggressive and, and get over all these emotions, little lady. And there was a lot of that, even in the music business, like when I went to LA and did shows or met with agents or met with promoters in New York. And there was that part of me that felt like, do I have to be somebody different from who I am in order to thrive? And my answer ultimately unequivocally was no. And what started happening and I grew and I expanded and I just let myself be how I am, both in my creativity and music and also in the business, the way I ran it. People kept coming up to me after shows and saying, I, I wanna wanna know how you've done this. How do you have a business? And they were they were not asking about how to be a musician. They were saying, how do I be this and this? And then I started doing retreats much like you, trying to just teach this and let people understand. And it's from working with so many clients who are seeking a more authentic approach to how they do business without having to change it all and be something totally different. And, you know, to anchor back to the fear conversation, I think that there is this, this deep, that deepest fear is something in me is not right. And I've got to change it and I've got to fix it all up and make it look a certain way. And, and the real huge liberation comes when you, when you realize, no, you really don't have to do that. <laughs> Yeah, I love that, especially in this world where social media is is just like I, I was when I first started Instagram, which I haven't I haven't done as well on Instagram um, as I have on other um, platforms yet. But when I first started, what really helped me was I saw somebody's post, and I'm not sure who it was, but he was he had a big Instagram following, and and he said something about you know, people really don't want to see how cool you are. <laughs> they, why are they there? What can you do for them? You know, and I, I was like, oh my God, I'm so happy I read that because first of all, I'm not that cool. I was about to say, I'm so not cool. <laughs> I'm kind of boring. And and the second thing is, yeah, I just, that was such an important thing to, um, it made me feel so much more comfortable, you know, that you don't have to be, um, anything you're not. And we, we teach that a lot in our platform building in our book doulas program that, you know, that you really don't have to be anybody other than who you are. And in fact, the more authentic you are, the more people love you because they are drawn to you. And, and we are living in a world where people are really craving that authentic connection. Oh, especially right now. And this is something I'm teaching my clients is more and more of them are going on to social media. It's just be you talk to people. They don't want presentation. They want connection. Yeah. And this, and it's, this is the, comes back to that, like, but am I enough? Am I 
okay. And I can say that pretty much any post I share me bungling something or, or recently I shared that, um, one of the publishers of my, we, I went all over New York with my agent, you know, doing the, the pitching of the book. And one of the publishers told my agent, he didn't believe my audience existed. He didn't believe there were, you know, sensitive or they didn't believe that there was any, anyone, you know, secretly sensitive. And, and, and I posted about that on Facebook and we had so many people say, that's me, that's me, I'm here, I exist. And, and I realized, gosh, everyone is just, there's so many different types of people and there's so much room for all of us. And that's one thing that, that's one of the gifts that social media has taught us. There's a lot of good and bad with all of it, but I think it really, te- it, it, we, we're really being called to dig deeper and everyone is and this year even more so than ever and and find out who you really really are and let that come forth yeah I I love that and um and I think that's so much about you know when we're you know coming at business and when we can really tune into what is our soul's deepest desire and it is always like if the if the answer comes up that you really want to serve and you really want to serve from a place of heart and from kindness and love. I think those are the things that really make um, make people super successful. You know, I, I once asked Richard, we were very young when Don't Sweat the Small Stuff um, became a blockbuster, really blockbuster bestseller. He was only 35 and I was 32. And, um, and I asked him, I was like, why us? You know, because... It just seemed like such a, you know, how'd this happen? Like, how how'd this happen to us? And and he his response was just so sweet. He said, well, if God had to choose somebody, he would choose somebody that was um, really in their hearts and really had the best interests of other people in their heart. And he said, and that's us, you know? And he said, so I get it. I get why God chose us. And I just, I thought that was just such a beautiful way to look at it, you know, that when you are really true to um, whatever it is you're you're doing in business, you treat people with kindness. You um, follow your intuition. Um, you stay inspired, and you're positive. These are all the things that really make um, make it fun, first of all, and 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 make it really um, inspiring to yourselves and others. What are some of the great? You know, let's talk about your book a little bit. Um, what would you like? this audience to know about your beautiful new book that's come out and I have to say just love the cover I just like it sitting next to my bed stand it looks so cool tell us about about your book and what what is the gift of your book for others what's the great promise well the um the key thing is that it's it's called the soul-sourced entrepreneur and I've been told by people who don't have businesses that it really applies to them as well. But the, the most simple answer to that is that it's about becoming successful and exactly as you're describing here from the inside out. And if I had to elaborate on that, I would say that there's four key areas that it really speaks to. And the first one we've talked a little bit about uh, just sort of anchoring into what Richard said, um, intention. And really being aware of and accessing your clarity of the vision and direction you're going in. And that doesn't always mean you know exactly what that is, because sometimes people don't know. But that awareness is always going to be your, that self-awareness is always going to be your guide. And the second one is something I call managing your power. 
And so it's about managing your personal energy because anytime we set an intention, it's like planting a seed. And often the first thing that comes up when you plant a seed is the dirt, it's not the sprout. And so when you manage your own energy each day, it's really about recognizing that that intention is bringing up anything unlike itself so that it can be cleared. And so staying aligned with that. And then the third area is using your mind to be able to interpret. Like it, I go back to the conversation you had with your husband, which is like, how, how, what is the meaning of this? There's so many things that happen to all of us every day. And if you learn how to interpret from an expansive place, from that higher ground, as opposed to, oh, God must just not like me because this bad stuff is happening this year or whatever it might be, we tend to, we can easily default to very, very uh, ego-based, fear-based sort of interpretation. So learning how to interpret and frame things in your business. And then the fourth is the ability to be able to make clear and authentic decisions that are really aligned with both your intention and then the interpretation that you've made. And so being soul sourced, it really is someone who's living from the knowledge that their, their business and their work is really the territory of your soul's expansion, if you let it be. I love that. And I want to just read the um, subtitle because I'm with our book doulas program. We're so big on, <laughs> on the promise being in the subtitle. So it really tells what the book is about the soul-sourced entrepreneur and unconventional success plan for the highly creative, secretly sensitive, and wildly ambitious. That is a beautiful subtitle. Yeah. What a what a wonderful um, what a wonderful book. Uh, like I said, I can't wait to dive into it, Christine. Really dive into it. Um, you're just a force, and we're so blessed to have you on the podcast today. Can you tell everyone where they can find your um, book, The Soul Sourced Entrepreneur? And you also have a podcast, right? I do. I have a podcast called The Soul Sourced Business. It's pretty, it's pretty new. We started it in July this year. And um, the book is on Amazon. Up for right As of right now, it is on sale uh, November 17th of 2020. And you can also, I'm doing something where if this year, if people, well, if they catch this early enough... I am hosting, we have an annual event called Click, which is, I, I teach business in two tracks. One is the strategy track, one is the soul track. And what I say is that when the strategy and the soul get together in a line, everything clicks in your business. So the event, it's called Click, it's an online retreat. And normally it sells out every year here in Asheville. We're doing it virtually in December. And anyone who buys a book can get a free ticket to come join me at Click, where we roll up our sleeves and work on your business for three days. It's really powerful. So they can catch how to do that. At, it's called soulsourcedbook.com is the, the details on that if they want to go grab that. But soul is S-O-U-L, obviously, sourcedbook.com is where they can get it. Uh, that's wonderful. And we will put all of these links into our um, podcast notes. So you'll all have them. And would you like to just leave one parting message for our listeners today, Christine? I think that would be really starting to play with the idea that I just talked about is that everything, everything, everything in your life and in your business is there to serve the bigger expansion. And we, we doubt that often, but to really start to trust that especially this year where there's so much external noise and so many ways that you can just pop out of yourself. 
I would say really come back within and trust that your life and your business and your work are really showing you all the ways that you're being called to expand. Wonderful. I just want to thank you so much for the work that you're doing and for being a guest on Don't Spot the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast, Christine. Thank you so much. Thank you. And back at you on the work you're doing. It's really, really powerful and such an honor to be here. Thanks, Christine. Thank you. And for all of you, thanks for listening. Come back again. Don't Spot the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff. This is Christine Carlson. Are you feeling anxious and overwhelmed by recent global events? This is the perfect time to learn how to access your mental health and well-being. And the good news is, you can rewire your brain to feel calmer during this unsettling time. With Christine's new Don't Sweat the Small Stuff Happiness Training course, you can be mindful, practicing mindfulness for clarity and calm. You'll learn how to develop your mindfulness practice from the comfort of your own living room with mindfulness teacher, Dr. Shauna Shapiro. Now you can enjoy two happiness training courses for only $29.99 at don'tsweat.com.